Hello and welcome to the How To Money podcast, the financial education podcast for young Australians. I'm Kate, your host, and I'm here today with Joyce, who's a current university student, and we're going to discuss managing your money during university. Hi, Joyce. Welcome to the podcast. Hi, Kate. Thank you so much for having me. I'm really appreciative of this opportunity to be able to share my personal insight into how to balance money and also uh, university studies. A little bit about myself for your listeners so they have an understanding of my background. Uh, Right now, I am a university student, like you said, at Monash Uni. I'm studying arts law, majoring in international studies and minoring in human rights. Awesome. So uh, what jobs do you currently have, both paid and non-paid? Yeah, that's a good question. So currently I am working as a fundraising promoter for World Vision and Mm -hmm. also intermittently depending on the time and whether or not high school students are actually um, in school during term. I'm also an adjudicator for the Debaters Association of Victoria. Oh, that sounds like a cool job. Yes. I mean, previously, even in high school, I've always been doing debating. So mm-hmm. it was just the natural step to become an adjudicator to um, really be on the other side. Mm. Yeah. And also with university students, you have to do a lot of um, unpaid work as well that actually is relevant to your future career to help you get ahead. So what sort of things do you do there? Yes, and that's definitely a really relevant question uh, because even in my circumstances with um, careers in the legal field, more often than not, you really need to be um, doing volunteer work and unpaid work. So for me, I've done work with the Asylum Seeker Resource Centre. Previously, I was a solicitor support and now I moved into the position of paralegal, so helping lawyers with um, processing applications Mm. for people seeking asylum in Australia and um, all the documentation that needs to go through to the government and all the processes that are involved there. Um, So that's definitely an area that I'm passionate about, but also um, an area of law, migration law, that I'm definitely considering going into Mm. in the very foreseeable future. On the other hand, other things that I've done is I've actually worked for... um, a boutique law firm in general practice. So I've done paid and unpaid work for yeah. them. So that's merely because more often than not, you need to have the skills that they want and those transferable skills you need to develop through practical experience. Yes. People, mm. yeah. So even though a lot of it's pay, unpaid now, it's going to lead to future prospects. Yes, yeah. that's definitely the logic behind it. Yeah. But... More than that, though, um, other unpaid roles such as being part of committees for clubs and societies during university, Mm. that's something that a lot of university students get um, involved with. And I'm in a similar situation where I'm currently with the Australian Chinese Youth Association. So I've just recently entered into that role. But also other areas such as uh, working with the United Nations Youth Australia, being a facilitator for that, working with high school students, talking about really pertinent issues that affect everyone around the globe. Mm, Wow. So how do you you balance all this part-time paid, unpaid work with your studies as well? 
Yes. So currently I'm on my university holidays. It's quite <laughs> a long one as well. So yeah, enjoy them while they last. Yes, exactly. Um, I mean, asking these questions when they're so out of context, if I have to bring myself back into the university schedule, uh, it's definitely the days just fly by. So yeah. balancing that is really um, having an understanding of yourself, understanding mm. how much you can balance in terms of academic excellence and performing very well in your grades which is ultimately one of the most important things Mm. you're going to university you should do well at it if you want to you should put the effort in at the same time trying to um, earn money if you're trying to save for a holiday or earn money so you can go out with your friends and go to the movies and also that work experience and volunteering to enriching your university experience and enriching you as a person I would say for me at least you have to make compromises yeah. You have to let things go. Sometimes you can't always go out. You can't go out every weekend. And <laughs> It'd be pretty expensive. <laughs> no, exactly. Um, you have to say no to things. And you also have to say no to opportunities. Mm. So that's a difficult one because um, you really have to evaluate how important is that volunteering experience with um, the UN or how important is working um, that weekend shift when that means you don't get that opportunity, those hours to mm. study or it means you'll be tired when you go back home. So for me at least, I think um, I'm very much a planner. I think that being aware of when your deadlines are for university assignments, being aware of um, when more job opportunities come around when places are looking for people uh, to put their resume in, to raise their hand. Um, I think just being aware of deadlines mm. and working around those yeah, and then saying no to things. Those, those are the things that I've practiced and yeah. that's how I balance things. I guess that's the big difference between high school and university is that in high school, most of it's just handed there. They say, do this tonight, this is due then... Um, you're going to be doing this this weekend. And now you get to university and it's all this. It's all, you have to just make all the decisions yourself pretty much. So how did you find the transition from high school to university, especially on the money side? Because at high school, often your parents are paying for most things. When you get to university, suddenly you want to do 101 things and most of them cost money. How did you deal with that? So I think the good thing um, about university is the fact that if you have a Commonwealth-supported place from the government, yeah. you ne- don't actually have to pay much up front. Yeah. Like, maybe just, you don't uh, pay anything. You're racking up a debt yeah. that you have to pay in the future. Yes, yes. <laughs> but I guess... Taken out by a tax. So that's it. Yeah. I guess in the end, the ultimate goal is this is your time for learning and mm. then later on you will... Uh, hopefully get a full-time job and be able to pay that hex back but in saying that there's also the student amenities fees which really isn't that much it's around 200 to 300 dollars and I would say being in university financially um, it's very different in the sense that you have a lot more time if depending on what degree you're studying on Mm. really And with more time means more time to work, but also more time to spend money. Yeah. There's a lot more freedom. Yes. Yes. A lot more freedom to go out whenever you want and wherever you want to, just because simply 
um, people place and give you more independence. Mm. Um, they think that now you're uh, a full-blown adult. <laughs> you should be able to make... Should um, be able to adult. Yeah, yes. adulting. You should yes. be able to balance um, going out and also saving up. Mm. I don't think that comes naturally, honestly. Nobody ever teaches you those skills. No. I think that you have to trial and error. You have to realize that money doesn't grow from trees. That your bank account... <laughs> it's not account, just handed out no, anymore. No, no, your bank account does not have unlimited um, amounts of cash in it. So you really have to plan. Mm. So what I mean by that is either tracking over a period of time how much you spend, like on coffee every day or on brunch or... <laughs> um, yeah, expenses, Those yes. daily things really add up. So what it's mean, meant for me is still like taking lunch sometimes to university when yeah. I know that I'm not catching up with friends for coffee or mm. something. Still eating at home, like eating dinner with the family, yeah. um, eating breakfast at home. Those things that you've probably done in high school, if it doesn't change just because now that you're <laughs> um, at university, now that you have so much more freedom. Yeah, sadly, just... you can't go to brunch every day. At no, <laughs> smash avo, you can't uh, have that every day. Never going to afford our house deposits, are we? <laughs> exactly. Yeah, so just having the long-term... Um, financial goals in mind really mm. like everyday spending is just not feasible um unless you have a lot of support from your parents unless you have um a part-time job that pays very well and even then going out takes a lot of time and a lot of money yeah yeah so um how do you manage all your expenses as a uni student and with all the uni student life that goes with it on a sort of a casual part-time income when you're not really sure how much you're getting each week. Do you have any tips and tricks for that? Yeah, so I would say that with managing expenses, uh, you really need to decide how much am I going to work Mm. every week. And on certain weeks, you honestly can't work that much or any at all depending on how many times you have. And Mm. the thing with the university is they cram, they tend to cram at least, um, a lot of assessments or different subjects will try and cram it within two weeks. Yeah. Um, Because it would be hard for a permanent job if you had permanent mm -hmm. part-time to sort of shuffle that around if you had two weeks that you couldn't do anything. Yes. Uh, The beauty of online study, though, I know some institutions... uh, not Monash University, not our law degree, but other unis I've heard that they do online courses Mm, and that is really accommodating for part-time or even full-time work. Uh, I don't have that luxury. So a lot of uni students do casual work. Is that what you do? Yes, I do uh, casual work and I have done that previously. Mm. Um, So I did work at Cold Rock, the ice cream shop. Yes. Yes. (laughs) I did uh, for a few months and with that I did have to balance university. The The thing with that is you can't expect that your casual job will pay for everything. 
You can't expect that you're going to be able to afford luxurious items, just realistically. Yeah. Um, unless you are saving up for that goal and you that means that you can't uh, go out for brunch, you can't buy that expensive birthday present. Yeah. Um, so you really have to balance and give up things. Yeah. Uh, with me, I found that part-time work with my studies, especially just balancing all my other co-curricular, is um, increasingly difficult, mm. actually. Um, because whilst I am trying to aim for certain goals um, to save up for a flight or another thing, I find that the more involved I am, not only in my academic life, but also in my social life, the less time I have to actually earn that money so yeah. that I can afford that lifestyle. Mm. So um, it's really a balancing act, which I'm still in the process <laughs> of finding that perfect... Yeah, you've got a balance. few more years that you need yeah, to, yeah, to keep going. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Mm. So do you have yourself a budget or a savings plan? So... I mean, in the long term, I always have a savings plan in terms of how much should I have in my bank account at mm. a certain time of the year, especially because I am saving up for um, this year, saving up for debating competitions, yeah. um, such as in the middle of the year, I plan to try and try out and see if I can represent Monash at the Malaya Australian InterVarsity Debating Championship. Wow. So that... I'm guessing that's on Australia? Malaysia, actually, <laughs> yes. <laughs> but, so, yeah, I will be... Lots of expenses with that. Yeah, so uh, with that, probably flights. Uh, with accommodation, that's going to be covered in registration, I'm pretty sure. I don't know the nitty-gritty details, and even that is just showing that I don't very have a thorough savings plan yeah, then. Yeah. Um, yeah, I really need to figure out the costs of everything. Yeah. But, like I say, like, in the end, I hope to save up, like, an estimated figure so that yeah. I can afford the flights, that I can afford accommodation or mm. extra travel if I wanted that. And also, at the end of the year, I would love to be able to go uh, to Cape Town in South Africa to represent Monash wow. in yeah. uh, the World Debating Championships if I um, have the opportunity to do that. Mm. So those two major things in my life just this year uh, is something that I'm aiming for. So to get to that, um, having a budget and having a savings plan is so critical yeah. for me to realistically to be able to actually afford that and not be a burden to my parents to, <laughs> for them to fork it out. Oh, um, yeah. hey, mom, I've uh, only got 2000 of the 3000 yeah. I need. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So having, having to really earn your way and being able to um, financially be as independent as you can Mm. I think that's something that I'd like to aim for. Um, in saying that, though, um, I find that universities are very generous with their funding. So mm. you can always apply for travel grants. You can always try for, like, travel abroad scholarships and mm. even within the club and society. Sometimes they can help you with that process. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I guess so. Just try and make the end goal of the finance amount you need as low as possible yeah, using yeah. grants and um, who knows if you can 
you share accommodation over yeah. there, cheap flights. Mm. There we go. Mm. So, Joyce, do you have any last words or advice you'd give to fellow university students, especially new university students that are starting in a few months? Yes. Well, congratulations to <laughs> those uh, university students who are just about to embark on that journey. It's a very exciting time mm. for you just because you are in for such a journey and it's going to be an amazing time of your life. <laughs> I would say that really you have to find some time, sit down and plan your financial goals. Break down how much you expect to earn over the holidays. So right now, use this freedom that you have to obviously relax. You have to do that. But also just to plan out how much you're going to work, how much you plan to earn from that. And also during semester, uh, plan out realistically maybe one or two shifts. So depending on your degree, depending on how many contact hours you have, that will really determine how much you can work. Mm. And it's okay to always aim for more shifts. But also have in mind the worst case scenario that you can only work maybe once a week or zero shifts a week on some weeks. Mm. So uh, you really have to think about the different alternatives that may arise during semester. And don't be disappointed if you don't actually meet your financial goals. Always be willing to adapt and be flexible and be resilient in everything you do. But in terms of finances as well, I think that being able to accept that things aren't always going to um, turn out the way you planned, that you might have to probably stay at home and have friends over more rather than going out. Just little things, those add up and that's what you should think about Mm. and sit down and really write out just an evaluation of yourself, how much you can handle, and a plan for the future. I think definitely um, having an understanding of all those things Mm. will mean that you're probably more likely to have a good, well-rounded experience and also being able to save. Yeah, yeah. And I I always recommend for people to check out the Money Smart uh, website that's uh, produced by the Australian government and that has some great resources if you're heading into new university, if you're at university, because high school, uni, they don't really teach you about credit cards, car loans, house deposits, all that sort of stuff. So if you want to learn more, definitely check that out. So Joyce, thank you so much for coming onto the podcast today and sharing some tips and tricks and some of the things you do to manage your finances during uni. It was a great help and I hope that's some help to some university students out there. Thank you for listening to the How To Money podcast. You can catch us on Twitter at How To Money Australia. And if you enjoyed this episode, please leave us a review here on iTunes. You've been listening to the How To Money podcast.